0: Alright, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Am I really doing this? Am I really recording? Am I really, really back? I don't know. Let's see. Alright, so look. First thing I want to say is before me get started on anything today about sports, uh, anything about today's happenings, this weekend's happenings in sports, um, where I've been. I'm not even going to go down the pike because I really want to make this kind of short. I really want to make it about the Eagles today and a little bit about the Phillies. I've missed you guys. I've missed you guys terribly. I've been trying to find my way back to the microphone. And this is it. This is season two of the Philly Sports 444 podcast hosted by Dom Lewis. And I'm back. I've been on a hiatus um, to the point where I didn't even want to do this anymore, but I can't not do it. Um, I had a talk with somebody a few weeks ago, and shout out to my boy Tyrone, Um, he told me that I needed to get back behind this microphone, and yeah, I'm back, that's it. I've I've done some thinking over the last few months. Over the last few, yeah, probably over the last year or so, since the last episode I recorded. And, like I said, I didn't want to really do it anymore. I've been on people's podcasts from time to time. I've been a a special guest host, and I've been a co-host, and I've been a guest, and all that other stuff. But, it's not like having your own pod, where you can control your own narrative. And, I feel like I need to do this. Um... I don't know where this will take me, but there is a voice for me. There is a voice that I have, and I need to use it, I should say. Um, There's a place for me is what I really wanted to say. But I'm back, so I want to shout everyone out that supported me over time and ever. And um, I'm ready to talk sports. So the first thing I want to say is the, the... before I even get into anything with Philly, anything with the Eagles or Phillies, I want to shout out or talk about the best thing I saw this weekend was I saw two things, three things. First thing I'll say is 14 black quarterbacks started in the NFL today. 14 black quarterbacks started in the NFL on opening Sunday. That's the most ever Um, From Jalen Hurts to Lamar Jackson to Russell Wilson. Uh, Patrick Mahomes started on Thursday night. Uh, Bryce Young. um, Anthony Richardson. So, like, you know, I am really, really, I I give an applause um, to the NFL. um, To these teams. And it just really shows you that the quarterback position has changed. Um, over time and you know there were I remember there was a time where they said you couldn't win with a a running quarterback you couldn't win with a quarterback that played that way and it looks like almost half of the starting quarterbacks in this league um, play that way so um, not just because they're black either they just play that way because they play that way Um, so I I just really really am you know grateful for that Uh, the second thing I'll say is shout out uh, Coco Golf, uh, sorry Graf, or I'm sorry if I'm saying her name wrong. I think it's Golf, G um, A U F F. But she won the U.S. Open this weekend. Um, I saw her semifinals performance um, on Thursday night, and it was I, I was actually watching it as I was watching the Chiefs Lions game. Um, she she played amazing, and then um, I didn't get a chance to see her on Saturday, but. Um, Shout out to my man Clint in our group chat. He was keeping us posted. Uh, Clint's like my best friend. So he was keeping us posted on, on her uh her goings on. And she she won. She captured the she captured the US Open title. Uh, she won a Grand Slam. So congratulations to Coco. Um I saw a picture of her today with she had the trophy in her hand and she had the WWE title on her shoulder. And I was just like, yo, that's just so dope. Uh, 19 years old. 19 years old. Uh, youngest to do it since Serena. Serena did it at 17. So, uh, shout out to Coco. She's just amazing. Amazing, 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 amazing. Uh, there was a the third thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, oh, yeah. Coach Prime. Coach Prime has taken, you know, I understand that his team's not the number one team in the nation. And I understand that. There are other storylines in college football right now. But just watching Coach Prime and what he's done with Buffalo. Or I'm sorry, not Buffalo. The Buffaloes, Colorado Buffaloes. Um, and shout out to them. I used to play with them. I used to play with that team when I had Dreamcast. Uh, it was an NCAA football game. I think it was 98 or 99 or something like that. Maybe one. Or I, don't, I don't even remember the year. But I used to play with that team all the time. I like Colorado. Um, but what he's done with that program and the amount of awareness and the amount of just clicks and all of that stuff that he's brought to that program over the last year, especially with winning these last two games, it's been amazing. And, you know, there were so many things about Dion leaving, not, not Dion, excuse me, Coach Prime. Coach Prime leaving Jackson State and there were so many things about, you know, him leaving HBCU and and jumping to a power five. Let me just say that for, in my opinion, it's so much bigger than just, you know, segmenting yourself to just being a HBCU coach. Or just being a coach for the HBCU team. Um, I don't know the whole story, of course. And I've heard different things. And I have my opinions on it. But I think what Coach Prime is doing is for not only the betterment of college football, but the betterment and awareness to get black coaches hired. Coordinators, head coaches, um, more than just position coaches, but actually coaches that are in charge and making power moves. So... I shout-out Coach Prime. I shout-out Colorado Buffaloes, um, CU. They played um, Nebraska over the week, and they thumped them. So, um, 36 to 14. Um, and they had all the stars out there. Just just the fact that he has that, you know, attraction, that he can pull out all the stars for a college football game in Colorado, of all places, Boulder, Colorado, of all places. Man, that's amazing to me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I give the man his props. And like I said, it's bigger than just, you know, segmenting yourself to just being coach over here or coach over there. I think it's for the betterment of the game. And it's for it's really about getting these coaches noticed and hired and, and giving them a chance because the Jackson State coach is doing a great job right now. The guy that has replaced Coach Prime. So um, just shout out to Coach Prime and, and, and what he's doing uh, out there in Colorado that being said um let's talk birds man first of all nfl is back we are back we are back we are back back. um I wasn't able to catch I was able to catch like spurts of the games today today was a travel day I was coming back um, come, I was out of state coming back and um, flights got delayed so I got canceled flight delayed flight delayed flight today was just a pain in the next travel day and I thank God that I'm just back home like um, you just never know how much you really miss home until like you can't get home um, and I think that's a message There's a message in that somewhere So like um, however you want to take it But you never really notice how much you miss home Until you can't get back home um, But anyways I'm back home now I'm recording It's 107 in the morning On September the 11th And um, you know um, Moment of silence for Those you know Victims who fell On September 11th 2001 I still remember where I was that day, um, that the tragedies of the World Trade Center and what happened in Pennsylvania and what happened at the Pentagon happened. I still remember what I felt like, what happened that day, how surreal it was. So um, I tip my cap to um, the survivors. Um, for those who fell, who, who were falling on that day, I, you know, my heart still breaks for those families. And, um, America for staying strong during that time. Um, that's what it that's what it was all about being strong and really uplifting each other. So um all right NFL's back. So that means our birds are back. The birds are back. And let me say this to everyone who first of all the Eagles won. I want that to be clear. The Eagles Won today's game. They won 25 to 20, beating the New England Patriots in Foxborough, of all places, on Tom Brady Day. So I wanted to be known, and I want also wanted to be understood that this was our first time, or this was the team's first time uh, having the starters play. They hadn't played all preseason, and I know Sirianni addressed it in in the press conference. And also, we got two new coordinators. So, there's a lot of kinks that needed to be worked out today. And the Eagles still escaped with a win. I know they didn't play the most perfect brand of football. And there's a lot of things that need to be cleaned up. And they got a short turnaround because they got the Thursday night game this week. Which is crazy to me how they, you know, it's such a quick turnaround. They got to basically just fly back home and they got to get right back to work. They don't even get a chance to really sleep. So, um but I, I you know shout out to just uh the birds just you know pulling out a victory today it's crazy as you know crazy as it could have been it could have been worse y'all it could have been worse and they pulled it out man they did so let's talk about um the game and what I saw Started off well. Um, they had a good opening drive. And they got a fill out of it. They didn't get into the end zone. So it looks like New England really, really buckled down in the red zone. And it, I I took it as both New England buckling down and, and just some some missteps and miscues in the in the red zone where Eagles couldn't score. Um, but after that initial drive, and then Slay got the pick six, which was amazing. Uh... And then there was a fumble recovery, uh, where it eventually led to six points. Um, Jaden threw a dime to Devontae Smith. So it was a—he laced that thing. He he threw it with accuracy and, and, and arm strength. Um, but after that, it were like a couple series in a row where the team just like punting. They just kept punting. They just kept punting. They they weren't getting anywhere. They weren't getting any first downs. And then New well, England started to get back in the game. They started to score some points. Um, but you know what? I look at it like this. You start off hot and things are going well. And it looks like we was about to run away with it. And then the wind comes back. So I look at it like, how do you adjust? How do you adjust? And I didn't see those adjustments in that first half. Now in the second half, I didn't get a chance to see too much of it because I was actually on a plane um, at the time. When I got off the plane, um, I saw that the the Eagles were leading the game 25-14. to And then New England scored a touchdown in that fourth quarter. um, And missed a two-point conversion. Um, So, you know, Eagles were, they were making, they were having drives. And they weren't, I want to say, how can I say this? So what I saw today was a lot of, Miss one, I saw a lot of miscues. I'm not gonna blame the play calling as much, but I did see some kind of pensive play calling. Um and I, I think that that you adjust, you know, you adjust to that um not game to game. It shouldn't be game to game, it should be series to series, honestly. But I think, you know, with this being Brian Johnson's first time as the OC for this team, um in this first game that actually counts I look at it like it's just there's an adjustment that needs to be made and there's, there's learning that needs to be done from that um, but like I said you do all these things wrong and you still come out with a victory you still were able to hold on for the victory I think that's that's saying a lot about the grit of this team and I know for sure that they are not happy with their performance I know for sure the Eagles are not happy with their performance especially the offensive line I know they aren't happy uh, because eventually, the, like they started out well running the ball. They gave the ball to, to Gainwell a lot, and Gainwell did his thing today. And I think he's one of the heroes, one of my top five takeaways from this game. Um, but then eventually they shut the run game down, and they made the Eagles very one-dimensional. The Eagles couldn't get their RPO going, and they didn't get enough. They didn't spread the ball around enough. They were, you know, I, I know that Jay was trying to get the ball to AJ a lot. He didn't get the ball to Devonte a lot. Dallas Got only had one target. Um, there were just a lot of miscues and missteps, I felt, um, and that's just rust. I, a lot of it is rust, I feel. A lot of it is some of it is not adjusting. Uh, series, to series, I feel, and um, this needs to get cleaned up. Now, I, yes, I don't think it's. I don't. I think it's. How can I say this? should you be concerned no uh, it's not time to panic and hit the panic button um, can you not be happy about stuff that you saw today yes you can you can be upset about some of the stuff you saw today um, and want more from your team because the expectations of this team are, are very high um, this is a team that won the NFC last year and you know not if, if, if not for a couple of plays, um, they could have won the Super Bowl. Um, literally lost the game by three. And the, the team that, this is the first team that, well, not the first team, but the team that scored the most points in the Super Bowl that did not win. Scored 35 points in the, in the game and did not win. So I think there's a lot to be said uh, for the expectations of this team. They're, they're very, very high. And I know that fans can be very impatient. I'm one of them. I'm a fan just like you all are. And I, I want my team doing well. I really do. But I have to also be understanding and, and knowing where, what today, what I saw today, and, and trusting this team and this coaching staff that they will get it adjusted. So um, I think overall, they got the win. Um, I would say the, the, the overall uh, performance grade that I would give them is probably a C. Plus. Uh, and that's mainly because they won the game. They found a way to win the game. So, I give them a C plus. I, I don't feel that uh, there's cause for panic. I feel like the Eagles know what they need to fix. And I know that one person who ain't having it is Jalen. I know he's upset with his I know he's glad they got the win, but... He's not going to stand for that performance. He's not going to stand and just take that on the chin like, oh, well, you know, we'll get him next time. No, 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 no. Let's get in the lab and correct this now. Because he was the person last year that kept saying, we still ain't played our best football. And I read a report uh, earlier, before I even started recording, that um, he went to every, person, uh, every person's locker on the defensive side of the ball and thanked them for their performance today. Because he knew. He knew that the offense didn't hold up there into the bargain today. And I know that, that that's just eating at him. I know he wants to get back out there. I give the team a C+. Plus. I think my top five takeaways from today's performance, um, I would say that uh, Kenny Gainwell... Uh, really, really good performance. Uh, started out really well. Uh, very consistent today. I would say that Jalen Carter, um, him coming on, and 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 not just Jalen Carter, but I mean that that defensive line. I think that, uh, uh, you know, Fletch is still Fletch, man. Fletch is still Fletch, and it's, it's good to see that. You know, uh, Jordan Davis coming on, man, and really creating a lot of havoc and a lot of pressure. So, I, you know, I think that, um, you know, at first I felt like we weren't getting home. I, and I got to give credit to Mac Jones because Mac Jones actually got the ball out pretty quickly. Like he, you know, he's not going to hold on to the ball. But um, that doesn't mean they weren't getting pressure. That doesn't mean that they weren't coming after him, and they were. And they, you saw uh, in that fourth quarter where uh, they could, you know, Patriots had a chance to win the game, and they came and the Eagles came with a timely sack. And, um, there were a couple of pressures that happened during the game where it caused Mac Jones to get off his spot. So, you know, I give credit to the defense today, and I give credit to that defensive line for them causing, having, and causing pressure. And even the secondary. I mean, I know, like, we have a young secondary, um, like, as far as the safety position goes, but, you know, we got them dogs back there, man. We still got Slade back there, Brad right back there, man. they some dogs. And, um,. You know they. I think they. Well, let me not say they dogs. They dogs, but they more so ball hawks, man. I look at them as ball hawks. Like they, they want the ball. They, they want to get after it, man. I love it. I love it. Um, so I, I give credit to uh, Jalen Carter, and I give credit to. I guess second and third, I would say you know Jalen Carter and then the defensive line. Um, I give credit to. Um, see who i can credit to uh you have to deal with the line i said carter oh yeah we can't forget about the kicker jake elliott i mean honestly he was the one that won this game i mean if it's not for him you know he's drilling uh a 56 a 48 a 51 yarder you know i know he missed extra point earlier um but him drilling those field goals in the third and the fourth quarters that really, you know, put this team over the top. Like, that put the, you know, I feel like they if they would have scored seven more, the game would have been out of reach, but I feel like you know, for what had to be done today, and I, and I learned this before, um, there's going to come a time in the game, or come a time during the season where your, your special teams is going to have to win you a game or two, and the special teams with Jake Elliott, they won us a game today. So, I give credit to Jake Elliott. I, I think overall, it was a a team win, but I, you know, if I had to give um, a gold star to anybody or, or uh, MVP for today, probably Jake Elliott would probably be, um, you know, because he was the one that scoring all the points. So he's drilling field goals. So Jake Elliott, good job. Uh, so I think one, two, three, four, and then five. I would say, honestly, man, it's going to sound crazy. I know. Sean Desai, man. I give give credit to Sean DeSai. This is his first game as a defensive coordinator. Um, And I know that um, I feel like there was some there there were some uh, plays where, you know, they were giving up some, they gave us some scores they shouldn't have. But I think overall, man, I think that he coached a good game. Coached a good game and, and you know, like I said, the defense came up with timely, timely stops and timely possessions. Uh, possession holders or whatever and I give credit to Sean Desai um I really do I'm not going to say like you know it's not Sean Desai versus Brian Johnson to me it's not that I just think that Sean Desai like you know for him for this to be his first game for him to have that much pressure on him um to perform because you know this town loves defense I give Sean Desai a lot of credit man a lot of credit I'm sorry he did really really uh I think he did all right today and I think that um you know, there's going to be some games where he's probably going to piss you off because he didn't, you know, come with enough pressure or whatever it may be. He didn't blitz enough or whatever. But he did just enough, like, you know, to hold this team and check. And I, Listen, you got to give New England some credit, man. They got a new offense coordinator. They got Bill O'Brien back. So, like, you know, he's basically running their entire offense because, you know, Bill Belichick, he don't really run offense. So, like, you know, the overseer of the entire offense is Bill O'Brien. And, and you know... They made some good plays out there, you know, and I don't think they have the weaponry to really be an elite offense in the league. But, like, you know, just seeing, like, some of their play development and some of the things they were able to do, I think they could really be – they could be a tough team if they stick to what they know, honestly. And that's me giving credit to the Patriots. Like, they could be really, really a tough team if they just stick to what they know. Um, of course, they, I think they need to run the ball to make Mac Jones feel comfortable. But Mac Jones, he don't mess around when it's time for him to get the ball out. Like, I mean, I don't think he's a greatest quarterback by any means. But him, you know, having a quick trigger, I think mm-hmm. that um, works to his advantage. If they can just get their timing down. And like I said, they can mm-hmm. just stick to what they know. Not get too fancy, not get too cute. They stick to what they know. They can really, really uh, force a lot of teams and Sneakily do it, you know what I mean? So... Yeah, I I give credit to so those are those are my top five today. I would say um I said Kenny Gainwell, I said Jalen Carter, I said the defensive line, I said uh um, Jake Elliott and, and Sean Desai. So those are my top five today. Once again the Eagles won today uh 25-20. Um if you want to go over a couple of stats, team stats, it's crazy because the Eagles were out this game. Like they they lost a total yards battle, three to two to two fifty-one. Um, they only had 154 passing yards, 97 rushing yards. Um, they outrushed them. They outrushed New England, but they, you know, they. Matt Jones threw the ball 54 times today. day. Um, they got outgained in first downs 24 to 17. They weren't very efficient on third down, 4-13. Th- um, they allowed three sacks today. They punted the ball four times. Um, they did win the time possession battle, 30-48 to 29-12. Um, and they did lose a fumble because um, uh, Jalen had that costly, costly, costly fumble in the fourth quarter, and Jalen knows better. Jalen knows better. Like, I, that one thing I know, Jalen don't want to turn the ball over, and the fact that he did today, I know that it probably eats at him. So, um, yeah, I know that Jalen's going to get this together. I know his offense is going to get it together, and I I think uh, I think I saw a clip of uh, Kelsey saying, like, you know, we just got to really get it together, and I know, like, listen, man, they're not happy. they happy that they won. They're not happy with their performance, though. Like, we won, but we got so much to clean up. And I like that. I can I can deal with a team that has that mentality because it's like, it ain't no way, you know, just we escaped and, oh, we're lucky and give ourselves a pat on the back and let's run out of the stadium and get back to Philly. Nah, let's get back to Philly so we can clean this up. So, um, I respect that a lot. I respect that. So, um... Like I said, a win is a win is a win. They stumbled to victory. That's my title of this uh, podcast. They stumbled to victory today. Um, once again, Eagles won. The 1-0, hey, you can't be 2-0 unless you start out 1-0, honestly. And the way I, I had a coach when I was in high school, his name was Coach Grove, Coach Roger Grove, rest in peace. Uh, coach Grove told us once, he said, uh, this was like our first week, we want to. We want a game like our first week. He said, "Hey, half the teams in this league are 0-1, and, and like you know, it's like he's like 50% of the teams in this league are 0-1. That's how that's how you to look at it. Like, 50% of the teams in the league today are 0-1, and, and the other half are 1-0. So you're in the 1-0 column, and you just got to take it, man. Like, I can't complain too much because a win is a win, and like there's a lot. And I heard Derek Gun saying this, and shout to d Gun, man." There's a lot that you can complain about for today, but they still won the game, and that's the big thing. Like a lot to complain about, but you still won. So take that, take that on the Thursday. Honestly, honestly, it's on Thursday. You know, to the Vikings. The Vikings are actually 0-1. They lost today to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, with Baker Mayfield as the quarterback, which is crazy. Crazy, 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 man! I wish I, I, wish I had my video up so y'all can see my face. Like, that's crazy that he got another starting gig. Um, but hey, good for him. Um, so on the Thursday, I, I don't, I don't really want to. I don't really have any outlook, you know, about uh, Thursday's game except for the Eagles themselves have a lot to clean up. I mean, they're going to have their hands full with Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins, man. For what it's worth, man, he's efficient. You know, I know that we we rag on Kirk Cousins a lot. And, you know, we talk a lot of junk on him. And, oh, you know, you like that and all that other stuff. But, like, listen, he's efficient, man. And I respect that. I respect that. If you can be an efficient quarterback, man, and not be the reason that your team loses a game, I got to respect that. So, on to the Vikings. We'll see what happens on Thursday night. Um, I probably won't record a podcast Thursday night after the game. I can't see myself doing that. Considering that it's going to be Friday and I'm still going to have to work and, you know, uh, my son still had to to go to school and all that stuff. Life's still going to have to go on. But, hey, I'll try my best. Whatever. Um, All right. So, it was one today. Um, You know, let me, guys, you let me know your thoughts. Um, I'm thinking about doing something on the podcast where you record like an audio segment. And I can just like upload the audio segment into the podcast and record, like you record it, you send it to me, and then um, I can upload the segment into the podcast, and yeah, we can have you actually on the podcast without being a host on, without being on the podcast, or, I mean, well, I should say that also, I'm going to open this up in a few weeks where I'm going to have guest hosts on, so I have a few hosts lined up that I, I want to have on, but I wanted to come talk to you guys directly today, just me. I haven't been back in so long. This is episode, this is season two, episode one, September 11th, 2023. So, I wanted to talk to you guys just me personally. I miss you guys, I miss recording, I miss talking sports the way I used to. Um, just life happens, man. Life happens, and it's just like so busy. You're doing so much. Like, right now, I got my hands full. Like, I'm um, I had surgery a few weeks ago. I'm going back to work in the morning uh, for the first time in, in about six weeks, uh five or six weeks. Um, I'm currently I'm still in my MBA program. I'm finished on my I'm hopefully I'll be finished my MBA in December. Um, you know, my son got a lot going on, man. My, my me, wife got a lot going on, man. So it's just man, we just busy, man. We getting married next year, man. So it's like I got a lot going on in life, man. Got a lot going on, so it's like the the podcast had to take the back burner, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I really wish I could have talked. Like I got, I you know, I talked a lot in my you know, group chats about sports and all the other stuff, and um, I, I just couldn't, I couldn't find the time to record, and I didn't have the energy to record, and I didn't have the desire to record anymore, man, because I, I you know, what I what I've seen sports media become, um, what I've seen the podcast market become. I didn't have the energy to, to do it. But you know what, man? Like, I'm just gonna do what I gotta do for me. Like, I'm not gonna worry about viewership. I'm not gonna worry about listenership. I'm just gonna do what I can do. Uh people who are gonna support me will gonna support me. Like, that's that's it, that's all. Like people are gonna that's what my that's what my my, my soon wife says, man. She always said, That's it, that's all. Um it's the D. Uh, you know, I just, you know, I'm going to do what I have to do for myself. And I'm going to put out a product that I like. I want to put out a product that I want to be out there. Um, and whoever likes it, likes it. And whoever don't, don't. Sorry. That's just what it is. Um, so I thank you guys who all support me. Um, and all that are going to support me. Thank you. short little note on the Phillies Um, I am disappointed that they lost the series to the Marlins Uh, they dropped 2-3 or to the Marlins I I don't like that the Phillies lose to the Marlins so much, I don't like it I I don't like that they lose to the Marlins so much I feel like um, you're better than this, you're better than this and like, you know, they started off well and uh, excuse me they started off well and um, they just ended up... Sir so Anthony Dominguez, again, like, that dude, he cannot... He cannot... Um, you can't count on him during the postseason, I feel. Like, I'm not going to allow them to count on him for the postseason. They're 4-6 and six in their last 10, by the way. I want that to be known. They're 4-6 and six in their last 10. So, um, I'm disappointed in that. I'm disappointed because I, this team should be better... I get it. It's September and the probably stumbling a little bit to the finish, um, and I get it. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. I think they're still leading the wild card. Um, let me see. Let me look at the N L wild card standings. Let me see. N L wild card <sighs> I think they're still leading, and I think if, if the if it happened today, they would end up playing the Cubs. Um, let's see. And a wild card, yeah. So, they're actually still two games up on the Cubs. And if it ended today, they would end up playing the Cubs. Um, but, like, I'm looking at, like, the, the, today's today's game is against Atlanta. Like, they got uh, Atlanta for, for a series now. And Lord knows, like, we, um, we don't do well against Atlanta. I mean, we do better against Atlanta. It's weird. We do better against Atlanta than we do the Marlins. The Marlins stink, man. And we got to stop losing to that team. I hate losing to that team. They're actually only a half game out of the wild card. Um, We're a half game behind Arizona, which I didn't even notice. But um, I still hate losing to that team. I hate losing to the Marlins, and I do. I think the Marlins stink. I don't think they're that good. But whatever, man. Whatever. So I'm disappointed that the Phillies lost that game today. I'm disappointed in the pitching that's been happening, the pitching that's been occurring the last few uh, weeks. Um, I went to a game. I went to the game where Bryce hit his 300 home run. Uh, where they uh, they played. Um, who did they play? They played a team that stinks too. I was so mad. Uh, I'm sorry. I can't even remember the team that they played. But that was a game where Bryce hit his 300 home run. And they were down. And they were up. And it was an amazing game down and up down and up and they came back and they were losing and they were losing came back um and they were winning and they lose the game in the ninth over some shoddy pitching man and over like you know kimbrough couldn't close them out give up three runs in that ninth inning they gave up five runs in two innings and i was so mad because i feel like that the pitching hasn't been a weakness for this team all year until these last few weeks. And I feel like. Like we got to get this together. We cannot go into the postseason like this. So. I'm thankful. Listen. I'm thankful Trey turned it around. Bryce is still solid man. They're really really hitting. This team is hitting. And you know. They're scoring runs. But they got to get it together. Um, as far as the pitching is concerned. Because. Pitching is what wins in the in the postseason. And we can't have shoddy pitching in the postseason. Um, one more thing. I want this to be said. Before I go. Um. So NFL, you know, I, I know that the Eagles had, you know, uh, a so so performance, a C-plus performance uh, regarding, you know, the game today. But you know, I wanted to be known. But there, there's a, there's a, you can clearly see there's a difference um, when you do play in the preseason and when you don't play uh, because there are numerous quarterbacks that started today that, that played terribly. Lamar Jackson, Joe Barrow, Jalen Hurts. I mean, Jalen Hurts played okay, but like. You know, you look at all these QBs that start that, that didn't have any postseason play Um, and then you look at the ones who did You know, the Rooks that played Um, I know, um, Bryce Young I think Carolina won the day, I believe So, like, um, yeah, I mean I don't know what to do about postseason reps And all of that stuff Um, I know Nick Serrion said that he was going to possibly change it But, um, you know, next year, where, you know, his, you know started to get some reps in the, in the, in the preseason. Excuse me. I said postseason, excuse me. I meant to say preseason. Uh, preseason reps. Uh, but did it, you can clearly see there's an issue when you don't play in the preseason. You know, the rush factor is real. So, one that to be said. Shout out to everybody who listened, um, who was going to listen. Listen, if you listen to this, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to listen. Even if you listen to it for five minutes, just just give me a listen, man. Give me a give me a chance. You know, I, I welcome feedback. I like feedback. I appreciate you guys for listening. I appreciate the supporters, everybody. I thank you guys for tuning in. Um, episode two hopefully come, you know, uh, within this next week after the Vikings game. Hopefully we'll talk about a two zero start from our boys. All right. So until that time comes, so long. That's it, that's all, peace.